0: Hi everyone, my name is Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Today on the show, I have a very special guest who's a very good friend of mine and we're gonna be talking about giving ourselves permission so that we can actually move into a very, um, an outrageously successful version of our lives. Uh, So uh, before I introduce my special guest, I just wanna remind you that once the show is over don't forget to click the link below the video so that you can download the free ebook version of my best selling book, Never in Your Wildest Dreams. Now, let me introduce my special guest, Patty Albury. How are you, Patty? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Thank you. I'm, I'm fantastic. I'm glad that fly came in just at the right time. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, now, Patty is a good friend of mine, um, and I've, I've, we're both members of the Transformation Leader Council, um, and she is the president of the Canfield Training Group. So, when we, why don't we start with uh, just your story, Patty, um, and how you got to, you know, where you are today and in, in, in this project that we're working on. So, so my
1: whole, whole story. story. Well, <laughs> 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 the
0: high, let's go through the highlights.
1: <laughs> All right. Oh, gosh. I grew up in a regular family and it was a valley girl. I was an official valley girl and um, didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up and somehow fell into this world of self-help at 24 when I met Jack and uh, started to work with him, started out as his secretary, answered an ad in the LA Times, and moved my way up through those ranks of self-esteem seminars, and ended up um, being president of Chicken Soup for the Soul for 18 years, where I published uh, 230 book titles, and uh, worked with a lot of authors, which is always interesting, and published a lot of books on my own, and then sort of came full circle when we sold our company, and am now president of the Campfield Training Group, and kind of was doing that anyway the whole way along. So it's been about a twenty-nine year uh, journey for me in this world of self-help and and uh, having to figure out how to give yourself permission to be your best self or become who you want to be in lots of ways. Absolutely. So why do you think giving permission to ourselves
0: is such an important message for for this point in time?
1: I think. It, the reason why it's so important for me, at least, is because if I don't give myself permission to do something, no one else is just going to show up and do it for me. And I think for so long, I used to believe that there should be mind readers in my room. And, you know, Jack, as my business partner, should be my, a mind reader of what do I want and so forth. And I finally had to realize if I didn't give myself permission to ask for what I wanted, to believe I was worthy. To um, live my best life to live my passion, whatever it was, then why should anybody else and um, and I think there's so mu- so many of us out there that that don't do that and we settle and we don't want to be a pain or act or we don't want to be conceited or we w- don't want to come across as pushy or whatever it might be and it's it's pretty it's crazy when you think about it yeah.
0: And I know you've worked with hundreds of thousands of people over the years. So what do you? how do you think this shows up for most of us? What are the, some of the things that we should start really giving ourselves permission for?
1: I would say the biggest thing is give yourself permission to create a new story. You know, so often we don't do things because we have these old stories. Oh, I can't be a mom and have a job at the same time. Um, oh, I can't be married to the love of my life. I just have to stick this marriage out even though it's kind of crappy. Oh, I'll never, um, I'll never be happy unless I'm a size two. Um, so it, it's really giving yourself permission to let go of those stories and really ask yourself the question: Well, if it was possible, what would it look like? And what would I really want in my life? And 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 what you have said to me often is really giving yourself permission to realize that you're really worth all of those things.
0: Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, our self worth. So this is a big thing. Because um, I feel, you know, and what is your experience about women being able to to really show up and ask for what it is that they're worth?
1: Oh, I think it's like in the beginning when we're not used to doing that, I think it's the most horrifying, scary thing on the planet. Mm-hmm. And, you know, here I am, I'm a San Diego State Valley girl, and I'm in business with the Harvard grad who basically is one of the smartest people on the planet when it comes to transformation. And so for me, it was so easy just to compare myself and talk my way out of of really being seen. And I was able to stay invisible by doing that. And I kept myself invisible. And I think even right now, Nat, it's such a big time with all the stuff that's going on in the world. In order for us to go from invisible to visible, we need to give ourselves permission to do that because no one else is going to sit around waiting to push us out the door.
0: Yeah. No, I agree, um, and uh, I know that uh, the the first book, uh, Chicken Soup for the Soul, book that you authored, is a a classic example of this. Tell us about that.
1: Okay, so uh, my first chicken soup book was Chicken Soup for the Surviving Soul, and I did it because my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer, and my sister was working for me at the time as an intern. She was my reader because we got tons of stories coming in. Just graduated from nursing school. My dad said, "I can't believe you're taking her," and you know all that stuff. He was not real happy with me. And she said to me, Hey, let's do this project for mom. And I said, no, we can't do that. I'm an employee. You're, you're working for me. I mean, they're not going to let us do a book. And she said, well, why not? I mean, they're letting strangers do books. I mean, you and Jack have been working together for years. Why not? And I had to think to myself, well, why not? And I was, I was so nervous going into this meeting. We were sitting at this big conference table and I said to Jack and Mark, very shy in a way, and she's kicking me literally in the shins under the table. And I said, we, we want to do this project. And, and I shared with them what it looked like. And they both looked at each other like, that's a great idea. And had I not done that, you know, my life would be so different. I mean, financially, uh, spiritually, um, my, I'm sure my self esteem would be in a different place. Um, it, it grew me on so many levels like having best selling books, traveling around the world, doing talks for other people. Uh, and that one little thing, that one little discussion that I had in my own head could have really changed my whole future. And, and so that has been pretty enlightening and amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and
0: isn't it amazing? Like I know that if you're watching this show right now, there may be a point in your life or that maybe you thought of in the past where you wanted, to, you wanted to give yourself permission to ask for something, but maybe you had some fear around that. Um, or maybe you just didn't, and that opportunity passed. Um, so giving yourself permission moving forward, I think, is really important with that. And part of what you're talking about here is the fear. You know, what's your take on fear? Is it something that we should run away from, or is it something that's just a part of the journey?
1: I think it's just a part of the journey. I, I think we all have fear, no matter what. And and I think if we, I feel like if we, if we are afraid, at least we're pushing ourselves out of our comfort zone. I think the scariest thing for me is to feel comfortable all the time because then I'm not growing. I'm not experiencing anything new. And at some level, I might even be settling. So I would say I have to reframe when I'm scared. I totally have to reframe how I think about something. And I do that by telling myself a new story. Well, if you were worthy of that, what would it look like? You know, and, and or I, I call somebody like you and say, okay, talk me off the ledge. I need, I, I know I should be doing this, but my own self-talk is limiting me based on my own fears. How do I get out of my own way?
0: Right. Uh, and the other thing I think that's really important that we should be looking at when it comes to permission is permission to cut ourselves some slack.
1: <laughs> totally. I we
0: can't be our own word, like worst critic. Um, you know, how how does that look like for you? Well, what does that look like for you?
1: Well, I'm still working on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, It's hard. You know, every day it's like it's a new day. And I sometimes I say, I just don't want to learn anything new today. Um, But I think, you know, somebody said to me the other day, well, what if you just wake up some days and you just don't want to do anything? And I I say, so what if you just gave yourself permission to not do anything today? Would the world come to an end? No. Would you maybe feel more invigorated by the next day? I mean, it's really about um, letting your giving yourself enough permission to really just be a little bit. So, you know, when we do anything major, whenever anything huge happens, it's usually because we've given ourselves permission to do something a little bit different than what we normally have done. And then that big idea comes. Yeah. So I reframe it to, Hey, maybe this is an opportunity.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, my new motto for this year is, um, because I can doesn't mean I should. (laughs) so um what is the i i think the other thing that we want to look at and give me permission is the permission to say no sometimes like how does that how does that show up in your life
1: that one that one's a little bit easier now at 53 than it was at 25 right. um but i have to look at it from a place of it's not against you it's for me and so when i do say no to something i try to say it as gracefully as i can and and sometimes i should have said it weeks or months or years ago Um, but I just try to practice and and I say to my clients practice no when you're not so fully invested so when you have a high intention but a low attachment to the result or or the response to that and so when you really have to have a hard no you can do it with grace and with a little bit more ease because you've been used to doing it
0: yeah yeah I too and I think it's really important to really assess and especially if you're very clear about where it is that you want to end up and what your goal is, uh, assessing that, you know, is this actually going to get me there or, or is this one of these shiny little objects that's going to be a distraction? Like how do I, you know, how, how do you decide what are the things to say no to?
1: Well, now I, I have qualifications, but I can tell you in the beginning of the chicken soup for the soul phenomena, you know, we have after 230 titles being published in the beginning, people would come and say, oh, I want to be a co-author, and Jack or Mark would be on the road and say yes. And then finally, when I, we got that clarity of what does a good co-author look like? You know, how are we going to scale this and, and really create this big dream that we have um, by, by saying yes to everyone and not saying no to them? Mm-hmm. And so it was really those – having the experience now what it looks like when I didn't say no and what that opportunity cost was. So by saying no, we just have one thing, it might be a little uncomfortable. But by not saying no, there's so much fallout to that, that it's ridiculous. Mm, absolutely. Vanity so, being one of them. <laughs>
0: <yeah>. <laughs> so, um, so, you know, I believe for us to have a life where we can fully give ourselves permission to live this incredible life, uh, the foundation of that is our daily practice. So what are the things, what's your daily practice look like? What do you do on a daily basis?
1: So my daily practice, almost daily, it's not every day, is I definitely do some sort of exercise in the morning. I do some sort of meditation. And I really am mindful about what I put into my body. So I try to eat really well, especially in the morning, green drinks and all kinds of yucky stuff I put in there. Um, And and then I I usually look at a list from the evening before about what I said I was going to do the next day um because i think it's important to um you know kind of keep your word and if i just wake up i used to get up sometimes really early in the morning and i would just think i'm just going to get ahead of everything and i would run down to my office and then by before i knew it it was five o'clock and i hadn't taken a shower i hadn't eaten i hadn't had any water and i really wasn't any further ahead than i would have been if i had done the right things to stay grounded and centered
0: Yeah, isn't it amazing if we just just take those extra few minutes or even if it's like an hour where we dedicate to our self-care and give permission to give ourselves so, like to love ourselves and care after ourselves that we can actually be more productive and get more done than if we were just to, to race off like that you know which is I think yeah
1: absolutely absolutely yeah.
0: um and so um I know that you're working on a, like working with a lot of women right now on helping them give permission to themselves. Mm-hmm. There is there a story or something you can share of someone that you've worked with that, you know, when they finally realize, oh, if I just given myself permission, well, I've given myself permission in this place, that it's actually helped to change the results that they've seen in their life?
1: So many. I mean, thousands and thousands of women that I've worked with have said, when you told me that I was, worthy of of going back to work and having kids at the same time. Or when you gave me permission to leave that abusive husband, or not maybe even uh, physically, but just verbally, or when you encouraged me that I could be my best self if I was willing to take that, that, that chance. Um, there's so many of those that I should think of just one. Um, you know, I had a gal yesterday who I'm always giving people permission to ask for whatever it is they want. And so she sent me a note last week saying, I know this is an unbelievable, ridiculous request, but do you think there's any way that Jack Canfield would be on my on my podcast? It was actually about a month ago, and I said, you know, I'll see what I can do. And so I asked him to do it, and, and, and he finally said yes. And then, of course, I put it on my calendar instead of his. <laughs> so yesterday, around 4.30, I said, hey, by the way, you have a podcast today. he wasn't so happy but he did this podcast she was I mean she called me she's like this changed my life forever this was the most amazing podcast ever all the women were just over the moon excited and thank you for reinforcing why it's so important for me to continue to to ask for what I need and also because when you do that you you really validate what you're worth you know
0: Absolutely. Well, think, um, Patty, thank you for joining me today. Uh, if people want to reach out to you and connect with you and, and find out more about this, what you're working with on, where can we send them to do that? Uh, PattyAubrey.com slash permission gift. Right. Um, So guys, we will make sure that you can either click on the banner directly to the side or the link directly underneath this video to go directly to uh, Patty's website from there. So thanks again, darling. It's awesome chatting to you. Thanks. Thank you. Now, guys, I encourage you to please share this video. Let's get the word out. You can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on this page. Now, remember, click the banner or the link to go straight through to Patty's website. And after all of that is over, click the link below that. So, that you can download the free ebook version of my best selling book, Never in Your Wildest Dreams. So, until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon.